Good evening. It's Monday, May the 7th, 2018. This is the show Hackers. I'm your host, Gummo. Let's go. Good evening. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Gummo. It's good to have you back here. It's good to be back here. One of the things that I've been uh, working on is trying to get things prearranged and uh, taken care of here, technically. <laughs> it's super good to be back. Uh, and usually we do the show every other Sunday. Uh, and lately, the past, well, just listen to the other shows and you'll know why the um, sporadic time differences and such. But it's certainly good to be back here uh, with you. And spring had, looks like it's finally made it. What have you been up to lately? What's been going on with you? How have you been? Lots of things going on in the news, of course. Uh, it's everywhere, really, since the last time that I've had an opportunity to join you here on the show. One of my friends, who's actually a, a real professional DJ, uh, had the opportunity to spend some time with me over the past several weeks, helping me, coaching me, teaching me a few things, how to breathe, how to speak, how not to go, uh, but I always have that problem. Is it a problem? I'm not sure. Nevertheless, it's, uh, this is the 70th show and uh, a quick, uh, real quick tidbit. We used to call the show transmits. Now the show is called hackers. We thought we, uh, a few, a few, we all kind of myself, uh, and a few of my friends, we all sat down and uh, just had a, a nice little discussion, and we decided that uh, the best name for the show is uh, Hackers. Uh, why not, right? And so that's, that's that. The show used to be called Transmit, but now we are going to call this Hackers. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see where it goes from there. This is the 70th show, and oh, I'm, I'm thrilled seriously i am it's been uh wow what a lot of, what a lot of developments that have happened since the last time i had a chance to sit down here and go over a few things but um i i guess we'll we'll speak about a few of those uh things and one of the things that one of the things that i wanted to uh talk about was the um the whole back-end infrastructure 
uh, end of everything that we've put together over the past, what, three years now? It's really hard to believe that we've been doing this for three years, but uh, that is exactly what we've been doing. And it's, um, it, it's kind of cool. And I really dig it. And I hope you do too. I uh, had some suggestions to set up a Patreon account. Patreon? Patreon? I don't know how you really pronounce it, but we did anyhow. I set it up and then we um, we got some links and we linked it all up to the, uh, the site show page. And, uh, you know, while I'm all cool about getting donations and all of that stuff, I, it just... it. To me, it just kind of looked really sketchy, and I, I just decided not to do that. Um, but I'll leave the page up. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll need a dollar or two. <laughs> so uh, I had the opportunity to set up a Patreon account, and it was... Let me see if I can find this thing. Uh, it was it's kind of... Uh, I don't even know how to sell... Uh, there it is. Um, I doubt very seriously that I will link it to anything, but, uh, if you want to see it, it's at, uh, patreon.com forward slash hackers. Uh, and it's kind of funny. We, uh, you could tell that, uh, a few of us had a little bit more than we should have when we were putting it together, uh, as far as the, um, the donation amounts and the names of them, it was kind of funny. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that that's what, uh, we're going to do, but it was kind of fun looking at it and seeing how it works. And if you, uh, actually listen to someone or you, you have been considering, uh, supporting someone who uses the service, uh, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's kind of a cool service and, and who knows, who knows, honestly, maybe in the future, we, me, I, whatever, uh, we'll reconsider it, but for now, no, it, but, uh, it's, <laughs> you can look at the silliness and the zaniness at patreon.com forward slash hackers. <sighs> it's definitely funny. Uh, and so that was one of the things that, uh, we were, one of the many things that we were doing, setting up the, the back end. We were, we were, uh, also, we, you know, when we, more or less got kicked out of the Aeon Center. Uh, we had a, a half truck, uh, like one of the U-Haul rider trucks. We had to get one of those and get all of our stuff out of the old studio. And so that, that's what we did. We put it in a storage unit. And um, over the weekend, I, you know, my health actually allowed me to get back on my feet and get over there and see exactly what was in there. And we had boxes of things and there, there's just, there's equipment and computers and amps and preamps and mixers and all of that stuff. And, uh, we, I, I don't know. We just have a warehouse full of stuff and, um, really no place really to set it all up at. Uh, I, I have been into, into several discussions with, uh, several real estate, entities on where exactly we want to set up the next HQ. And uh, that that's most likely going to come towards the latter part of this year. Uh, I'm thinking October, November-ish. And uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, and one of the other things that we were also considering was adding a video feed. Uh, and so that's one of the things that may, the, the video feed may or may not come. I'm, I'm not really sure about the video feed, but if that comes, uh, we will definitely implement it. We have, we have cameras and stands and lights and all the, all of the things that you do to make, but you know, uh, I'm still kind of uncertain about that as well, because then, you know, I, I'm just, I, I become another person on YouTube or, and that's not really what, uh, the, the whole spirit of the show is about. Uh, the whole, the whole spirit of the show is exactly what you see and what you hear not what, uh, online, you know, the, the website, the, the show page and 
the other places that you are able to listen to the show and adding a video feed i don't know that's that's kind of just uh again that's kind of sketchy i don't know uh and what and so yeah lots of things have been going on so i'm going to try to touch on as many as i can before the end of the show as i said uh, a good friend of mine who is a uh, dj uh, a really good dj by the way um does a lot of gigs and shows uh down in the city um has been helping me uh, along trying to influence the way i talk and how i do that and hopefully we'll We'll start benefiting from those endeavors. And um, so one of the DJs that I listened to uh, growing up as a kid um, recently passed away. Art Bell was his name. And when I was a kid, I would, uh, growing up in Jacksonville, Florida, I had, um, I had a little AM radio and the and i'm not and if you know anything about radio and whatever um there in um certain parts of the year certain times of the year you can listen to distance radio stations um with the phenomenon called skip waves and so i would listen to art bell via skip wave on am radio when i was a kid (laughs) And you could only hear it at nighttime because during the, during the day, of course, the, uh, the sun would actually uh, interfere with the skip waves. And so uh, for years uh, as a kid, I would listen to Art Bell in the middle of the night. And there were so many cool things that Art Bell would talk about uh, on the radio. Um, and he, the, the Art Bell was uh, kind of a cool to uh, you know hackers like me and the old older old school hackers uh he hosted a show called coast to coast am and um you can you can actually go on youtube i believe or it just uh go on to the internet now and search for coast to coast am and you can hear uh some of his older shows that he used to do and um, he used to uh, do a show called Midnight in the Desert. Uh, and I believe that was his latest uh, incarnation of the, um, the show. But uh, during the early 70s, um, Art Bell lived in California uh, and worked for uh, a few radio stations. And then he was a rock and roll music uh, DJ. And uh, he... I don't know, around the late late 70s, early 80s, uh, he started to actually uh, do talk shows and stuff like that. And it, uh, he was, it, was, it was quite interesting because uh, he, anything... <laughs> Art Bell would have people on that would talk about, you know, UFOs and strange aliens and, uh, you know, covert you know, operations. And sometimes, sometimes the content was kind of goofy and zany. And sometimes the content was actually kind of serious. Uh, and you could tell, you never knew what you were going, you, you were in for when you were listening to uh, coast to coast AM. Uh, and it was, uh, it was so cool listening to uh, when I, it was just cool. Uh, he had all kinds of interesting guests, uh, from John Teeter to vampires to you name it, uh, it was just s- some of the things. Even to this day, are like, was that real? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we wish uh, we wish Art Bell, uh, Art Bell's family, the best. Uh, we are sending our condolences from Hackers HQ. And Art Bell will be certainly missed. Uh, again, his name is Art Bell. Check it out. 
search the internet for him, uh, listen to some of his shows. I think that uh, if nothing else, you know, you can uh, fall asleep to it. <laughs> I actually, uh, you know, I'm still guilty of that. I'll still put on my headphones and listen, fire up an old Art Bell show and fall asleep to it. And boy, certainly will be missed. Uh, it, since the last time that uh, we've had a chance to sit down with each other, uh, big news coming out of North Korea, South Korea, the North Korean president, Kim Jong-un, or the North, is he the president or is he a dictator? Well, we all know he's a, the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, uh, met with the president of South Korea at the peace house right there in the demilitarized zone the zone that separates north and south korea technically for the past 70 years since the korean war um the the two sides have technically been at war and it seems to be that the north has finally agreed to a peaceful resolution after all of these years and just just uh the thought of north korea actually becoming a peaceful sovereign country modernizing its its infrastructure and allowing its people uh, specific freedoms versus the past 70 years it uh, gave me great anticipation and hope for a better future for both North and South Korea. So that is huge news. I believe I tweeted about that. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, you know, I have uh, a few of my friends are uh, indeed Korean and uh, they, they uh, as well are just as happy and, and hopeful for a uh, peaceful, future for both sides of that uh, situation. And uh, again, you know, it's it's warming up. The weather's warming up. It, it's finally warm. It, it, it has finally gotten around to warming up here uh, in the Chicago area as well. And that's good news. I am, of course, as you know, if you know me just, and if you don't know me, if you know me just from listening to the show, you know that I am no fan of uh, cold weather, but I've gotten used to it over the years, but I still enjoy the, the spring, summer, and somewhat fall. You know, when fall comes around, I'm never, you know, I start getting grumpy. And then when winter comes around, I'm, I'm a total grump, but I'm used to it after all of these years. So that's, one of those things that you love to hate, I guess. Oh, no. So, uh, I, I've been I've been on sort of the outs uh, again, uh, this time taking care of, of, uh, of a loved one. Uh, and uh, that's, that's been an interesting um, challenge, but nevertheless, one that I've taken, taken up with wholly and have certainly enjoyed it. And uh, the things that you learn uh, when you actually put yourself aside to take care of someone else become quite remarkable when you take a, a look back at and see exactly how you are able to make an impact with someone else and, and being able to make someone else smile, make them laugh. So uh, during that process, of course, I was uh, in, in the midst of caring uh, for that particular loved one. I was uh, actually, uh, I, I had the uh, ominous task of setting up a television. <laughs> and again, if you know me, you know that I'm really, I don't watch television. So I, I really don't know what is going on or what the latest anything is. Uh, I, I do know how to browse YouTube. It's quite a kick when, when, you know, a colleague or a friend or someone that I meet uh, off the cuff is like, hey, you know, hey, Gummo, did you watch this on such and such? And I'm like, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, and, and, and I get that. It's I call it the look, you know, because I, I get that weird, strange look like, 
what do you mean you don't watch television? And uh, so, no, I, I really don't. Uh, so, no, getting back, uh, I, w- I was set, I set up a television and then I, uh, I set up a, um, a Roku on the television and um, was able to actually get things off the ground and just kind of looking around uh, at some of the offerings that some of the channel providers um, offer to people. And, uh, you know, you, you have, thank, thank goodness, I, I suppose. Um, I, I personally, I haven't had cable television in years, like 18, 19 years. It's, it's been, I, I think the last time that I had cable television was in the nineties. And, uh, so I was, uh, setting up the television, set up the Roku and then, you know, I'm like, okay, so what do you want to watch? Do you, you know, there's you know, movie channels that, you know, you have, uh, the net, the Netflix, the Hulu, uh, then you have the a la carte services like the HBOs, the shows, you know, all of those. And, um, you know, set all of those up. And, uh, then I discovered an app on the Roku called Pluto, Pluto.tv. If you go to Pluto.tv on your mobile or your laptop or your desktop or some sort of browser enabled functional device, you'll, you'll actually uh, see what I'm talking about. Uh, and it's kind of a neat kind of a thing. Um, really, let me, me, um, it's basically, uh, speaking from their website uh let's see here oh wow so if you go to pluto.tv it will automatically you can watch what they well that's strange anyhow pluto tv is a um it's a live tv streaming service it's internet-based television platform uh, and it's it's kind of cool. Um, it's kind of like it's weird. It's kind of like cable television, but for free. And it's if if television is your thing, and you like lots of choices, or if you are a content provider and you wish to have a choice to share your content with, maybe perhaps Pluto TV is the way to go. Check it out though, uh, Pluto, P L U T O dot TV. They have um, an app for the Roku. You can watch can watch it on um, uh, in a browser, I suppose. Uh, but nevertheless, it was, it was really cool. And so I was actually looking at all of my options around that time. And so I stumbled uh, on this one service called SetTVNow.com. And it was, so I went to the website and, and, and I'm, I'm looking at actually right now, uh, this is a service where... Um, you pay $20 a month and you get 500 channels. Now, it and if looking at the website, you, you know, it, it looks legit. There's an SSL and, and they have um, the uh, apps for Android, Windows, uh, I mean, everything. And But here's the thing. It's not legal. Uh, there's nothing about the service that is legal at all. Uh, and actually, it's quite illegal because the service actually has all of the premium-based content providers like HBO, uh, pay-per-view services, out-of-market services. Uh, it's basically pirate TV for $20 a month. And I was blown away. I almost bought into it thinking that was a legitimate service. 
but of course, with anything that I do, with, with a, a, a smite bit of diligence, I, I started to look into the service itself and discovered that yeah, indeed it was illegal. Uh, and not only was it illegal, uh, the the person who actually um, set the service up is is not too flavorful of a person uh, themselves, and so um, you know if you have if if you are into um, pirating devices and and pirate television and breaking the law and all of that stuff uh, th that may be for you. But uh, as far as recommending it, uh, I, I just can't do that. It offers, but it's 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 unbelievable uh, the audacity this person has to actually start a, a service like this, and the the strange thing about it is, it actually works. The channels come in crystal clear, 4K, 2K, 5K, whatever K there is. Uh, the 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 actual service itself seems to work quite remarkably well, which was quite uh, surprising considering the fact that uh, they are being sued by almost every major uh, studio and TV brand out there known to man. Uh, but decide for yourself whether or not that's something that you want to do. But it's at settvnow.com, and it, it's certainly interesting to to see something like this and um again i almost bought into it i'm like wow is this is this is this legitimate how how can something like this how can you get um channels like and let me and i'm on their website here here's a sampling of some of their channels like food network um hbo mtv i mean all of the mtvs all of the hbos um uh, Spanish channels, I mean, and, and pay-per-view events like, you know, the the high-ticket boxing matches that usually cost like $200. I mean, that's just open and running, and it was it was interesting. So, never, you know, nevertheless, uh, I did I did a little um, I did a little research into this whole I you know what is this what is this called? It's it's called IPTV. And um, so I'm like, oh, wow, you know, this is, um, you know, this is a thing, you know, because again, I don't, you know, I'm not really up to date on television. Uh, and so there's other services as well. There's, um, there's hacks for uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon Fire. The, uh, and there's services like Kodi, K-O-D-I.tv uh, and there's just um, it would and the thing that makes it so clever for people who own the Amazon um, streaming devices is the fact that the Amazon streaming devices actually will allow you to install an application that hasn't been given um, any inspection or anything for the legitimate platform so, so it's sort of like jailbreaking your iPod or your iPhone but this is for uh, television. And so there's a whole pirate market for that stuff. And from my old days, from the old satellite days, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of the same, but different. And I, I was quite intrigued by the whole, um, by the whole concept of how bold and emboldened most of these, um, these pirate services are. Um, and so, take away from that what you wish but it's it, it was definitely quite interesting uh learning about all that so nevertheless i got the television set up uh and um settled for the a la carte services um you know we got the got the um the hulu and the netflix uh set up and you know the Pandora and a few other um, legitimate <laughs> services, and I think that should do it. Uh, why you would need 500 or a thousand channels is completely beyond me. But if that's your thing, it's there for you. Uh, ThoughtCon was um, ThoughtCon. What is ThoughtCon? ThoughtCon was an event. 
uh, that's held in um, Chicago. They call it the Chicago's Hacking Conference. Uh, That was this past, uh, it was on the 4th and 5th. As usual, it's sold out every year. Uh, And there was a... uh, there was a schedule of uh, interesting speakers and topics, nevertheless. At ThoughtCon. Uh, and, it's, and again, it's held every year in Chicago. This year it was on the 4th and 5th of May. What was that? Saturday and Sunday? And there was all kinds of cool talks. Pin testing ATMs. Uh, you know, red teaming, uh, advanced authentication, stuff like that. And um, I'm not sure if you could actually get the content after the event. I, um, I, I did not go this year. I went last year before I went to Florida. Or did I go? Or was it the year before? I'm not sure. But nevertheless, uh, ThoughtCom was uh, here. And uh, I hear they, um, they did a, a good pretty good job i suppose (laughs) who knows who knows right now the fourth edition of uh, cdo conclave is being held in johannesburg south africa right now today and that'll be going on through uh today through the eighth or today and tomorrow uh Along with uh, that, you have um, X33FCon, and that's going down in uh, in Poland. And then, of course, you have uh, RiskSec coming up uh, May 31st in New York. Also on May 31st, uh, the Maryland Digital Government Summit. And also on the 31st through the June the 1st, you have Unchain in Hamburg. Unchain Convention 2018. Also uh, coming up in June, you have Hack for Kids in Chicago and Oz Setcon in Melbourne, Australia. And then, of course, uh, more events, more time. But the, the one event that, um, that I'm looking forward to attending, and I hope that you do too, is uh, Hackers on Planet Earth, H-O-P-E. That's July 20th through the 22nd in New York. Please, by all means, uh, check out the website, hope.net. And you can learn everything that you want to know about the Hackers on Planet Earth conference. Uh, This year, they're calling it a Hacker's Dozen, I guess. I don't know. Uh, It's also reported that Chelsea Manning will appear at this year's uh, Hackers on Planet Earth events. And this will be my... I don't even know how many times I've been. I've got so many badges. I can't even wear them all the time. I used to wear... Every time that I would go to Hope, I would wear all my badges. And last time that I went, it was so hot. I had like eight badges on and people were looking at me like I was a a turd. So I don't do that. I'm not going to do that this year. Uh, But uh, it is the de facto event that I attend every two years. And I hope that you do too. It will be this year as it is every two years at the Hotel Pennsylvania in New York. You can call the Hotel Pennsylvania for reservations at 212 Seven three six five thousand, and when you do ring them, be sure to mention the uh, Hope Conference to get a discounted rate. Uh, for those that don't know where the Hotel Pennsylvania is, it is located at four hundred one Seventh Avenue, fifteen Penn Plaza in New York City, right across the street from Penn Station. It's only a couple blocks away from the Empire State Building, so it shouldn't be that hard to find. Uh, and what's interesting about the hotel now, <laughs> I've stayed at the hotel pen and I hated it. Now, maybe that, and it's just my personal preference, but the hotel has been there since 1919. Uh, and the, the hotel actually has two, th- over 2000 rooms. 
it's been known to have booked uh, close to 30 million guests more than any other planet uh, hotel on the planet so to speak and it's the home of the world's most famous telephone number Pennsylvania 65000 and you could actually ring your local operator if you have a two-wire telephone you could actually phone your operator and ask them to dial Pennsylvania 65000 and it will actually ring the Hotel Pennsylvania Uh, and uh, and the hotel itself has a quite a storied background, but uh, you know, as usual, if you want to do some research on it, you know, go to the internet. <laughs> it's a cool event. I love going to Hackers on Planet Earth every two years. It's where I have a chance to meet it, meet with uh, old friends, make new friends, see old enemies, sneer and jeer at new ones. <laughs> No, but it's a great place to uh, let your hair down and smile and, and engage with uh, hackers and people like yourself and myself. And I think you would enjoy it. If you're listening to this show, then absolutely you will love going to Hackers on Planet Earth. And you should make uh, uh, you, you should make all of the ambitions happen in your favor to attend this year's Hackers on Planet Earth event in New York City. Did I tell you when it was? Did I? <laughs> did i it's july 20th through the 22nd <laughs> uh speaking of events we we were a actually able to take care of the um the actual event page on uh, hackers.xxx and we actually have the summer colors going uh, and if you're new to the website or the podcast or to both, you'll know that uh, in the wintertime, the website is black with white letters. And in the summertime, it's white with black letters. And so we, we had some technical issues with the website uh, as well this year. Uh, it was just, it was just, you know, I, I tell you over the past 10 to 12 months has just been a complete test of my faith. But I've learned. And uh, so we, we've, we've got uh, the technical issues taken care of. We've gotten the color of the website properly motivated. We added some links to the website as well. Uh, one of the links that we have on the website is uh, to uh, the Cult of the Dead Cow. They've been around forever, and you can check them out from the website. If you click on the Cow Feed link. Uh, there's um, a couple more we added as well. There's um, Hactress. And um, let's see. Um, Hactress is basically... Um, it's a cool site. You should check that out. It's got a lot of uh, hacking stuff in there. And one of the uh, one of my favorite people on the internet, uh, Tara, who runs BlackRoomSec.com. She's also linked on the uh, the main page as well. Uh, what a remarkable young lady she is! And boy, I don't think she ever sleeps. Tara, do you ever sleep? <laughs> We love you, though, and uh, her website as well is on the um, main page linked off of the uh, hackers.xxx site. And so uh, we also added another one, Frack. Frack is back. I believe we spoke about that on a previous show, frack.org. One of the original hacker websites. We cleaned up the podcast uh page as well and uh, you are able to stream listen download from there as well so if you um, click on the podcast link you can check that out and we also added one other cool thing the hacker manifesto that's there as well Hackers.xxx. That's where it goes down. That's where it all goes down. <laughs> Not really. That's where that's where you can find some useful shit. 
Uh, and we are, we are, I am glad that you actually check the site out and check us out, uh, yada, yada. And um, hopefully you uh, enjoy the show. Hope so. Wanted to say hello to all of um, my new followers and hello to everyone new that I've followed. Thank you for following us and thank you to you, you know, you for checking the show out and checking us out and checking me out and listening to me. Uh, and um, I have taken advice from many of our listeners and I've put that to uh, good use and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still trying, you know, I'm still trying folks. Uh, I'm not a pro at this and I've never claimed to be a pro anything at this. Uh, but I'm trying, and and uh, it's one of the things now that keep me actually grounded uh, doing this show. And I, I actually enjoy it. I uh, enjoy sharing my knowledge with you, and uh, and that, that kind of makes me feel good. Uh, let's get back this, into the news, because there is uh, there's always a lot of news. There really is. There's so much news that I can't even get, I can't even begin to start getting into it before, um, you know, time runs out. One of the things that are new um, is, it's new to me at least, I don't know, maybe you or, or, or a pro or know a pro that's that's hard at it, but uh, if you look in your wallet nowadays, you'll notice that your, your, your bank card now comes with an EMV chip. Um, and it's, it's, it's a new security feature. It's supposed to eliminate magnetic uh, altering and tampering and, and all of that stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, it as usual, uh, nothing safe and secure lasts forever. And that's one of the things that sort of surprised me with the new chip cards uh, in the United States. Everywhere else, the EMV cards use uh, a chip and pin designation here in the united states it's just uh it's just chip and sign now here's one of the things that you may find uh, a little odd about that is the fact that now uh very soon uh banks will not even re require you to sign so that's kind of strange uh I don't know where that's coming from. It was chip and sign. But now it's just going to be chip and go. And so with that come new uh, all alternatives to criminals stealing your financial information. And back in the, back in the day, you had uh, devices called card skimmers. I'm sure you've heard of those. Now you have something called a shimmer. And basically a shimmer is a paper thin card sized shim and it contains an embedded microchip and flash storage in the dip and wait card slot. Uh, and it will reside there uh, until someone inserts their debit or credit card that has an EMV chip. And what this does is it actually makes a copy of your chip. Now, that's kind of interesting because... Each, you know, these things are supposed to be highly secure. Now, uh, both by <laughs> decree and rule of law, uh, I'm not allowed to reverse engineer any EMV chips. <laughs> but it automatically tells me that most of these, uh, these cards are using the same um, sort of scheme. And so these, uh, these shimming devices are showing up everywhere again in ATMs and gas station pumps and so forth. And so those are the, um, that these are the things that are, are, are coming into play. Um, you know, of course these devices are, are supposedly, uh, they, they came out of, um, Canada and then worked their then worked their way from the Southern part of the United States, Mexico, etc. Uh, into the United States. Uh, ironically enough, um, you know, shimming shows that uh, these the new chip cards are not safer 
than magnetic cards actually makes it makes it easier for the thieves and criminals to uh, steal your um, identifying information. Um, and so I hear that it's um, rather impossible to clone a chip card. So um, I, you know the technical uh, the, the the technical aspects of uh, shimming. Uh, is that uh, it will allow the criminal to authenticate a, a legitimate card. So, uh, there, um, of course, I'm, I'm quite certain that there are a lot of uh, technical intricacies that I'm not speaking about, and, and uh, I'm assuming that that's going to possibly be for the good thing. Uh, but uh, you should realize that a shimming device can... Um, you, you can detect... Uh, these devices quite easily actually uh, again it's the old uh, hat and hand trick uh, if, if, if the ATM or device that you are engaging with seems to be amiss then it most likely is uh, a good rule of thumb is to actually take where you insert your card uh, it take take your two fingers and knuckle it sort of see if it's loose uh, shake it uh, wiggle it see if something comes off um, and if someone's behind you in line or looking at you while you walk up to the ATM and, and you're touching all about and seeing if something looks weird or strange, well, 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 fuck them. I mean, this is your money and you're, you're safeguarding your privacy and data and, and your money. So if that's what you need to do to make sure that you're not getting, uh, you know, ripped off, then do that. Make sure that you, you know, you spend a moment or two out of your long, busy day to ensure that you're not using a device that's been compromised. Uh, and also, I, you've got to make sure that not only are the devices that you engage with, you've got to make sure that not only are these devices safe or appear to be safe or pass your certain set of judgmental guidelines you should also use a, a machine that you know and trust so if you are using the same machine over and over again uh, whether or not it's the atm or gas pump number four at your local gas station try try to try to do that try to make sure that you do use the same machine or gas pump or um, automated system that uses your card. That way, you can you can spot uh, differences uh, in the device itself or or how it functions or operates. And so that's key to protecting your bank account and your data. So be sure to do that. I'm sure you will um, feel better in the long run doing that. Uh, one of the um, Oh, another thing that's been going on lately is uh, it, yeah, a lot of websites use what is called a content management system, uh, and most most websites use well. A lot of websites use a lot of different sort of content management systems. Um, what is a content management system? Uh, a content management system, aka a CMS, is a software application or a set of related programs that are used to create and manage digital content. Uh, CMSs are typically used for enterprise content and web content, etc., etc. A content management application. Uh, is also referred to as a CMS or a CMS is also referred to as a CMA. And uh, there are many content management systems out there. You have WordPress, you have Joomla, you have Drupal, uh, you have, my goodness, you have, you used to have an old uh, CMS called Dot Nuke. Does anybody remember .NET Nuke? <laughs> uh, 
so content management systems are always a ripe target for exploitation and Drupal is one of the most popular content management systems on the internet. What is it? D-R-U-P-A-L. Yeah. So if you go to uh, Drupal, D-R-U-P-A-L dot org, uh, it's one of the uh, Drupal is one of the most famous and open source content uh, management systems on the planet, uh, and not far behind Drupal is, of course, Joomla, and then, of course, everybody knows about WordPress, and um, you know, you, so you have Drupal, Joomla, WordPress, and the, and there's many, many more that. Dolphin, all of these, you know, it's tons. You have private content management systems. You have uh, uh, US, US uh, CMSs, ultra secure CMSs, US CMAs. Uh, and these are content management systems uh, that just do everything. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, though, Drupal has not had that well of um, a year so far as um, there have been uh, a lot of exploits targeted towards the Drupal uh, content management system. And the, the latest one, of course, um, is, is kind of uh, interesting because um, this one particular piece of malware... Um, will take advantage has taken advantage of uh websites that are powered using the drupal cms uh and this time it's used to mine cryptocurrency um and the um the malware has been called kitty uh meaning <laughs> the uh the author of this particular piece of malware likes uh, kitty cats and um, <laughs> the uh, author actually asks people to uh, print out uh, the words meow. Uh, and uh, he or she also says that it's, uh, please don't delete me. I am a harmless, cute little kitty. Uh, but uh, all fun and games aside, it's, uh, it's not so fun of a script. Uh, and it, it, it's actually injected into older versions of Drupal and uh, making the website itself mined for cryptocurrency. Uh, so it's using uh, web-related resources to mine for cryptocurrency. And so that's also bad news for big services like uh, Amazon and big hosting companies who actually would have no idea that uh, a website is actually out there mining for cryptocurrency but uh, they are and they're doing it and it's happening now so if you have a content management system out there uh, be sure to uh, update it and um, maybe use uh, some sort of scanning uh, tool or mechanism to where you can uh, scan for any malicious base 64 files that are residing within your content management system uh, and one of the old school ways that I've always done that uh, is I will I would take a site that I suspect or not even suspect that uh, I do I would do in my daily routine sort of maintenance sort of situation uh, I would zip the entire site up now if it's a huge enterprise site that's zillions of gigabytes large you it, it may be impossible to do this but if it's an average website that's using uh, an average amount of resources and CPU and bandwidth and space and etc. You can zip the, the site up, download it to a safe environment, uh, and then scan the files themselves. Or if you wish, you can go through each one uh, and manually look or do a manual compare against um, an untainted version of the CMS that you have installed or are working with at that point. And so that's a good rule of thumb to use as well. So um, those are the one of the ways that you can prevent, you know, ounce of prevention, all that shit. That's where that would come into play as well. So uh, if you are running uh, Drupal, be sure to update your Drupal powered website or big or see if your host can do it. 
And if your website is dependent on search engine optimization and all of that weird stuff that where you actually depend on a search result for your business, it's almost imperative that you do as such so that you know that you have no bad malicious files on your website and you are not delisted and and actually flagged as a website that has bad material or content on it. And in that regard, I mean malware. Uh, and so the, one of the things to uh, obviously be uh, quite aware of uh, today, uh, so that's that, handle it, take care of it, and uh, life will go on. Um, one of the other things that I tweeted about recently was um, a manageable network plan. Now, if you're not really quite sure what a manageable network plan is, well, let's just go over to the NSA's website and let me tell you what a manageable network plan is. And over at the NSA uh, on their website, they offer free to the public a manageable network plan and guide. So you could actually um, have some sort of uh, guideline to, uh, you know, ha bring your network in into a great uh that way you have an opportunity to bring a network uh, up to speed, up to date, uh, and within its own safe running efficiencies and so forth. And so a manageable network plan is a series of milestones that can take an unmanageable, insecure network and make it more defensible, more secure, and more manageable. Um, because a plan is intended to be a long-term solution, implementing milestones may require additional resources and time. Once manageable, your network can be secured more efficiently and effectively. Now, if you go to, let's see, if you go to, mm, I'm trying to think of a, um, how to make a short link out of this. But uh, if you search for manageable network plan guide version 4.0, it will take you to uh, the information insurance directorate. Uh, and that's kind of hosted by the NSA. And it will give you uh, it will give you a great guideline on how to secure your network. And and um, I, I, you know, I personally, I, th I you know, I've used these from time to time to make sure that I'm not missing anything or to make sure that I'm following uh, other guidelines from other entities such as NIST and SENS. And so um, if that's one of your things and or or endeavors, then, uh, you know, look into that as well, hopefully. And so uh, here's another thing, folks. Uh, I'm going I'm going to be back next week as well uh, with the show and uh, the week after that as well. Uh, I, know, I know I've actually fallen off uh, doing the show as often as I should or could. But, uh, of course, if you've listened to previous shows, you'll know why. And um, it feels good to be back and, and doing this again and sharing some information with you. And and uh, for that, I, I say thank you. Um, so, unfortunately, that's all the time we have, folks. Uh, please feel free to uh, follow us or follow me on Twitter. I'm at twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o x-x-x you can follow us on our website at hackers.xxx uh, we are on uh, a lot of streaming devices and platforms and feel free to uh, reach out to us on any one of those we are on itunes just search for hackers uh, so we are on roku search for hackers we are on in the internet archives search for hackers we're pretty much in a lot of places that you would want us to be search for hackers look for the logo and then check us out uh the the only place to, to check us out is anywhere you see our logo uh and again we we plan on coming back with a lot more shows we we are now that i'm back to good health again i plan on getting uh the studio set up and i've got a lot of other irons in the fire as well and so um i'm getting everything ironed out and, and no pun intended, but we have uh, got a lot of things that I'm working out and, and I plan on making a lot of changes this year, uh, in almost every aspect of my existence. And so, uh, I'd like to bring you along for the ride and share what I, I do over the, for the next 12 months. And, uh, uh again, a uh, heart 
felt warm, sincere thank you from me to you for listening to the show, for supporting us, um, and for putting the good word out about us. Uh, we are here. We are going to stay. No commercials, no advertising. Of course, it'd be kind of cool to reach out to like Sam's, Samsung or Sony and, you know, like, hey, give us give us a hundred grand a day or month <laughs> to advertise. But nah, I, I think I, I think the site as it is is kind of cool with no banners and floaty shit floating around and annoying this and that. It's just a, it's clean. It's there. It's free. It's clean. It's free and it's open. And uh, that's the kind of shit that makes me smile. So and hopefully it makes you smile as well. And hopefully I've put a smile on your face today. Uh, and so I, I, I promise you, I swear, I'll be back next week, <laughs> next Sunday uh, to do the show again. And I wanted to, again, thank you for joining me on the show. And thank you for uh, allowing me into your life for uh, an hour. Uh, and um, I, I truly do appreciate it. And thank you very much. Uh, again, so uh, all of that uh, has been said and done. You can try to reach me on email, uh, gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. Again, I'm on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O, X-X-X, and a few other places. I'm not sure, but uh, I'll find my way around. Again, I, I uh, please make plans to attend Hope in New York City this July. I'd really love to meet you. If I haven't met you, uh, I will be there uh, with my entourage, and I hope that you uh, attend with your entourage, and we could all have a hot dog out at the cart out by the uh, by the street. And until next week, uh, everyone, please take care of yourself. Uh, do something good with your skills. Smile at someone and tell them that, uh, oh, I don't know, just smile at somebody. And until next week or until the next time, uh, I will talk to you then. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.